1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. People don't remember what you said or everything you did, but they always will remember how you made them feel. Hey, everyone. What's up? And welcome back to another coffee talk episode. Today's episode's gonna be a little bit different. I'm actually drinking my first morning cup of coffee and chatting with you guys while I get ready. I've been changing up the coffee talk formulas a little bit, playing with a couple new ideas, like the mask off Monday, and then today I'm getting ready and having my first cup of coffee and just talking about life with you guys. Now bear with me because I'm a hot mess this morning. I showered and just fell asleep. And today I wanna talk about anger and resentment, which is a tricky thing to talk about because obviously those are heavy, feelings to experience. But this is a really cool chat to have right now. Coming out of winter and coming into spring, it is a good time to maybe look at any kind of anger or resentment that we're holding on about anything and just let it go if possible. I know that it's not just like, oh, it's springtime. Let's just let go of all the resentment that I feel. See if I'm able to feel any kinds of different. You get what I'm saying? Now, today's talk comes in as two member requests. The first is from someone over here on The Co's YouTube. Her name is, I'm assuming, Bexy. And she says, please do a coffee talk on dealing with anger and resentment. And then we also had a request come in on the Discord chat from Jay Wolf saying, I've been really hoping Kalen will do a coffee talk on how to handle anger, accept it, use it, overcome it. I personally spent a lot of time being angry over things that I was perfectly justified in being angry over. And I believe she means to say it was bad. It made me evil and selfish and a horrible person. So instead, I just got sad. Now that I am coming into accepting anger as an emotion I'm allowed to feel, I need guidance in allowing it to help me. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today. And I'm gonna put a hair clip in my hair, which is how you know things are about to get serious. A lot of the times we deal with things like anger and resentment in relation to other people, whether we think somebody has wronged us. Sometimes we can even feel anger and resentment towards ourself if we feel we've wronged ourselves and it's a very powerful emotion to feel it is something that you are completely entitled to feel like i I know for a long time i used to try and kind of like spiritually bypass my anger i saw it as this bad emotion this bad feeling that i shouldn't feel and even just recently circumstances that really brought a lot of my own anger hurt, sadness, resentment up to the surface. I think the world works in very, very interesting, mysterious ways in the sense of I, like I said, used to spiritually bypass my anger and it was almost like the universe was like, okay, let's continue to throw things at you that are going to make you feel so hurt and angry so that you learn how to deal with this emotion in a way that is effective because Spiritually bypassing it by being like whatever. I'm just not going to take things personally You can't control what people do like all of the things that I would likely say as advice It was my therapist that pointed out that it was me just spiritually Bypassing the fact that I was allowed to be angry for the person wronging me or for feeling wronged in some way That doesn't mean that I wasn't also wrong in that situation So I've learned a lot about how to like feel my anger how to work through my feelings how to confront situations and and speak my mind instead of holding it back to stop like rejecting anger and pushing it away or by giving your power away so that the situation doesn't feel awkward or confrontational anymore look at your reaction to anger because everybody's is going to be different and based on who you are and fundamentally what your goal is when you're confronted with a situation that either makes you angry or resentful we all have like a go-to this isn't the right word but i'm going to say coping mechanism Mine was, okay, how can I defuse the situation right away? There are situations I've gotten myself into where I don't think the person intentionally meant to wrong me to that extent. And my goal was always like, how can I make this situation go away? Because I just hate awkward situations where things didn't work out in the most ideal way. It took a giant wake-up call from the universe to be like, hey, girl, life is not idealistic. A lot of the times things don't go the most ideal way and you gotta learn to deal with it. Yeah, I just spilled coffee all over myself after saying that, (laughs) just kicks it. Either way, I would look for the reasons why the other person might be angry at me or I would step so far into the other person's role and look at all the things I did wrong and then focus on that. And again, it took my therapist to be like, Okay, while this is nice and ambitious, you can't just push away the part of you that feels wronged, hurt, angry, upset, disappointed. All of those feelings, my way of bypassing them, my way of not having to work through with those feelings or deal with those feelings. Was by diffusing the situation, only focusing on what I did wrong and then trying to fix what I did wrong. And to just like dust it under the rug so that it wouldn't cause future problems. We justify our actions, we justify our decisions, we justify the things we say. And usually we know our intentions, so we think, hey, like I did nothing wrong here. My intentions were pure. This other person screwed me over, and that's not fair. I was completely right. This person was completely wrong. End of story. That's a lot of the times the way we see disagreements go about, be it online with strangers, be it in families with people that deeply love each other. It doesn't matter. Let's even stem with online. When someone says something terrible to somebody else online, that person that said the terrible thing, even they feel justified. Say someone came at me and was like, you know, you're setting up. terrible example you're a poor role model because you drink coffee in the morning they feel justified in saying that because maybe in their own life and their own research they found out drinking coffee in the morning is bad for you they feel justified saying you're a terrible person for drinking coffee in the morning this is a really silly example but it just goes to show you that in all situations all parties usually feel pretty justified in their actions in their words and in the way things play out because of our differences and choices and values it creates this idea that one is superior to the other and instead of let's give people the benefit of the doubt most of the times we think okay i'm right or they're wrong or they effed me over and i feel screwed over this creates this anger hostility resentment we don't know what to do with we don't know how to work through it because it does make you feel like a shitty person so i have a big sense of right and wrong in my heart and when i feel like something is wrong especially if someone wrongs somebody i'm very protective over then i will get a vengeance and when people get a vengeance that's when you feel evil wrong or like an icky person because having a vengeance means you are making sure that you basically get revenge on this person that has either wronged somebody you love or wronged you. As per usual with life in the universe, when I had to deal with not one, not two, but three situations where I felt pretty wronged, to deal with these deep types or deep feelings of resentment and anger and uncover what's there, which was uncomfortable, I took it to therapy because I like to think I'm a pretty old soul. Like I, I like to call upon my old lady self who's deep down inside my my inner being and she usually has pretty good answers to things but there's certain things that it's just really hard to work through without a third person and so the way she played it out with me was very interesting because I explained to her how I felt super judged and it sucked because in the situation where I felt super judged for struggling anytime the person that was involved in this situation came to me struggling in my mind I was always I was very accepting I was very open I was very like let's talk about this like how can I help but when the roles were reversed it it was almost like instead i was sensing that i was being judged and i was i was really hurt my therapist flipped me on my head and was like expecting this person to have the same perspective of non-judgment and open-mindedness is you instilling your values onto that person and my brain was like Those might be my values, to have an open mind, to be encouraging and supportive in relationships, but that doesn't mean that the other party in this relationship has the same values. And it's not up to me to push my values onto other people or to expect the same values from other people, but it is in my control to align with people that have similar values. It's kind of heartbreaking sometimes because you realize that you might have some relationships in your life that maybe don't align the way that you thought they would. And it's really freaking hard because I think already in today's world, we're already pretty lonely and we don't, we don't trust a lot of people easily. So we don't necessarily have super deep, close relationships. It's ultimately up to you to decide how does this relationship, this situation, this thing fit into your life anymore, or if this person, situation or thing fits into your life anymore. A really, really hard thing to do. It is not, your responsibility it can't be to control the actions or the expectations or the decisions of other people if you try to do that you will always feel angry and resentful if you always expect people to do the things that you would do in a situation to say the things that you would say in a situation or to behave the way that you would behave in a situation then you're always going to feel angry and resentful because nobody else is you and so you can't expect people to live by your values but you can expect people to respect your boundaries once you can better understand where someone is truly coming from and where their intentions are and their mind is at then you can choose whether or not you want that energy in your life people are so quick to jump down each other's throats instead of trying to understand the mindset the other person is in that might make them have such a contradictory opinion to their own. And instead of having a buildable conversation where it's like two opposing, conflicting opinions are having a discussion that might be difficult but is very eye opening because it's building on each other, it becomes a personal attack and then you just see people fighting. Like this is the epitome of everything I see online, every news thing I see online, every update I see online. I go to the comments and I'm like, people are just personally attacking each other because of their. Conflict of interests or opinions instead of trying to have an open conversation That would also be very enlightening to the people like me who are scrolling through the comment section, you know And this isn't to say just like peace out I'm out done cutting loose every single relationship in my life that has ever made me feel angry or resentful But it is to say trade in your expectations of other people for boundaries This is the best thing I have ever done for myself in my 27 years of life. I want to do a full coffee talk on boundaries, so hang tight for that, but just like a short section on boundaries while we're here. I realized that in situations where I feel particularly vulnerable, where I'm maybe coming to somebody with something that I'm either struggling with or that is really important to me, I now know to put up a boundary. And then if somebody knows how to open the door to that boundary, then they're allowed through. This isn't out of anger. This isn't to be like, oh, I'm punishing you by not being more open with you anymore. It's instead a trial and error because really, I mean, there is no instruction manual to life. There's no instruction manual to relationships. Like when you go into a situation and you walk out of it feeling angry or resentful, you're learning. Notice how you're feeling. Learn what's going on make adjustments and then keep moving forward, keep living your life. But it's definitely not that cut and dry either. What if you make a boundary and you're still feeling angry and resentful? Well, I have answers for you.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: So first and foremost, what is resentment? Because before we can even talk about what to do with it, we have to know what it is. We have to fully understand what resentment even is. You go through an experience with someone or something and it causes you a certain amount of pain and you're unable to express that pain or express that anger in any kind of way. So it bottles up inside of you and turns into resentment. The interesting thing about resentment is it can come from truly unjustified situations or misinterpreted in justified situations or imagined in justified situations. They used to do this a lot as a kid, you know, in that really awkward age, like girls are like 13, 14 and they're just horribly mean to each other. The amount of nights that I'd sit there and like think, oh my God, wait, are they going to all not hang out with me tomorrow at recess? And I would create these imagined scenarios where I thought people were out to get me and that is still a completely true, real feeling that you're feeling even if it's not real. Like, again, this is why I highly recommend working with a therapist because they will be able to point these things out to you. You could even just have someone who made a careless comment that in your mind you internalized as something much worse. And not to say that like, like, hey, I'm a super sensitive person. Okay. But if you don't express like, hey, that hurt then you, it can turn into resentment. Maybe you were working really hard on a project at work and your boss criticizes it. Even that can cause resentment and anger because it's like, hey, you just hurt my feelings. That was a painful experience. I'm not able to express that that was painful because you're my boss and I'm not going to say, hey, that was rude. So instead it just gets bottled up. It's a, it's an unexpressed emotion, an unexpressed reaction to feeling wronged, pained, or hurt in some way. Let's go back to that same example, the example where I felt judged. Even after I made that boundary in that relationship, I still found myself going back to it and playing it over in my head over and over again. And each time I did this, I rehatched all of that anger and resentment for feeling wrong for feeling judged and it was up to me to explore that anger there that emotion there and understand that this is a mirror this situation is mirroring something back to me why am i biting my tongue why am i not expressing that i feel hurt wronged or you know just any of it why am i not saying what i'm really feeling i mentioned this because this was a very enlightening situation where i realized that. Ever since I was a kid, I have bit my tongue every time I felt wronged because that was why that was how I survived. And so in that situation, I did choose to eventually come to that person and say like, hey, I just need to say this. Here it is. Genuinely good people, unintentional wrongdoings. It didn't matter. The outcome on my end was I truly hit like a mental breakdown. It was a peak. Of just everything feeling like it was falling apart for me and more than anything feeling hurt that no one was actually there that I tried to help so much nobody was there to help me at that point man it was heavy it was hard and I I spent three days just crying in my room like it's an open sore it's a wound that's there and it's it's made me grow thicker skin it made me deal with my anger and resentment and bring it to my therapist hence why we're even having today's chat like a couple months ago I couldn't have had this conversation with you because I would have probably created a video that unintentionally was a spiritual bypass to anger and resentment. The universe dumped anger and resentment on me and was like, work through it. I kept trying to like just get over it at first and that wasn't working. And I will be so blatantly honest right now on the internet. I've worked through deep resentment for core people in my life, like people that are supposed to be like your fundamental caregivers. I've had to work through resentment there, resentment that will never be resolved on the other side. I've had to work with resentment of people that I thought were like family to me. All of these situations taught me a lot. People that you give keys to, people that you're vulnerable with, people that you show your weak spots to, intentionally or most of the time unintentionally, that's usually where you get hurt. The thing that made me so uncomfortable was that anger was the feeling that made me hate myself. That's a really, really intense thing to say. but. In the moments that I've ever felt really angry is always the moments that I felt furthest from myself, furthest from who I am fundamentally at my core. When I'm angry, I forget my kindness. I forget my compassion. I don't bite my tongue at all. I swear like a sailor when I'm angry. And ultimately I had bottled up so much anger and resentment that in the last few months when all of these things went down, one thing after another, I just like completely imploded or maybe exploded, whatever one you want to use. And all of this just residual leftover emotions that I had to talk about. I talked about them with my therapist. I talked about them with a third party who was uninvolved aka my boyfriend and was just like i need to tell you everything and like tell me what you think because you've not been in this situation and you just need to know like am i crazy for feeling this way and it took both of them being like no you're not crazy for feeling this way but you also played a role in this and like let's work through it so what do you do with those emotions right like what do you do when you're angry and resentful and you're like okay i'm not going to spiritually bypass the anger anymore what do i do with it Really good question. This might not work for everybody but I wrote letters and these are letters that I never sent. You can send them if you want. You get to just be as brutally honest as you would like to be and you don't have to send them anywhere. The reason why this is such a good way to begin working with your anger and resentment is one, when you're writing a letter that you know you're not sending and you are brutally honest in it, you really get to know how you actually feel, what is actually making you feel those ways. When you say like, I feel betrayed because, and you list out the reasons why you feel betrayed, why you feel wronged, why you feel hurt, then you come to understand things that you might not have even known were causing you to feel that way. Like this goes much deeper. This goes down to the very beginning, the very seedlings of this situation coming into fruition. When your body releases tears, when your body makes noises, when it's like uh, crying, that is your body releasing energy. And so sometimes you really do just need to let yourself cry and just like wail and scream and just be as upset as you need to be. And I want to make note because I feel like this was such an important thing that Jay Wolf, the original member request said, is that it's normal to feel icky about yourself in those moments. When you are angry, you are the furthest away from yourself. Anger is not naturally usually the emotion we lead with in life, right? So when we feel wronged, when we feel betrayed, that's such a powerful feeling. And we are so wired to protect ourselves so deeply, so fundamentally, like it's our fight or flight, it's our anxiety response. It's so many things are layered under there that are so complicated that when you do feel angry and betrayed, You will react or feel things or think things that will make you feel like a shitty person. Just remind yourself that this isn't who you are. You're just working through an intense emotion. You want to work through some anger and resentment. This is pretty much how I did it. Crack out a piece of paper and write down every single person you feel any kind of resentment towards. I'm talking the people that in the middle of the night, you think about something they've done or said to you and it bothers you and be brutally honest, because there will be people on this list that you love more than anything in the world. By the way, the people that are closest to you are likely going to be the ones that cause the deepest amount of feelings of anger because we challenge each other. Relationships are not all simpatico and sometimes there's certain cocktails in a, of energies and relationships that challenge you more than others that might make you more angry than others. So write down everything you're still feeling resentful towards. It. Write down who it is, write down what you felt and why you felt that way. The only goal here is just to reveal what you're really feeling without any guilt, without any shame, just write down who has hurt you and why they hurt you and how that hurt made you feel even if you love this person and you know they're a good person. Once you reveal the feeling It's your choice whether or not you want to heal the feeling so first we reveal it then we heal it You can just reveal it and sit with it for a while If you like to if you don't want to move right ahead to healing the situation that is the part of this that is so important because Dealing with anger and resentment is powerful and it does bring up a lot of a lot of grief a lot of sadness a lot of hurt and pain and so you might need some time to just sit with those feelings and allow those feelings some space to take up room to honor those feelings before moving into the healing stage of the process i'm just noticing as i put on my lipstick that i need to get rid of my current five o'clock shadow add it to my sunday (laughs) gist sitting with these uncomfortable feelings is the most uncomfortable part of the process and it's the process i struggle with the most just want to like shake my computer every time my therapist is like, then you do nothing. And I'm like, what do you mean then you do nothing? I need to do something. And she's like, no, you just need to feel the way you feel. And I'm like, Mm. because it's so uncomfortable, nobody wants to. Giving yourself the space to just feel the way you feel before moving into healing, in my opinion, is super crucial. You'll know like, okay, I've given myself the space to honor this feeling, to allow myself to feel the way I feel, to feel rightfully wronged, even if I was also wrong. And now I'm able to move forward and heal this because it's had its it's had its time to breathe and, and exist. And once you're ready to do that then there's a couple things you can do. Working through it with a therapist was huge and I highly recommend it. But if you feel capable of working through this anger and resentment yourself, then you can, obviously. The first thing I would do is come back to your list of all the things that you feel angry and resentful of or towards. And ask yourself, what feeling do I get when I think about letting this go? So for instance, let's talk about the situation where I felt judged. In this situation, when I look at that and I feel angry and resentful, What would I feel or what feeling comes up when I think about no longer caring about this? And usually the feeling is like, it feels unfair in a sense where you're like, how can this person just get away with it? And it's like, they don't get away with it. You're just asking yourself how you would feel if you let this thing go. We might feel afraid that someone else will wrong us again, especially with things like relationships. When you get wronged in a relationship, when you get cheated on in relationships, you might be so afraid that you'll be cheated on again, that you hold on to the mistakes of the past relationship and sometimes unintentionally reprimand the person you're with now for something that the past person has done to you or your past relationships have done to you. And again, that's just a sign that there's resentment there Two is can you forgive yourself for the role you played in the situation? Everything starts within in the sense of if you are really, really hard on yourself and you don't forgive yourself very often, then you will be really hard on other people and find it hard to forgive other people. Or you might not even stick up for yourself at all. Both of those things are kind of the same. And this isn't to say that it is your fault, this is just can you forgive yourself for putting yourself in a situation where you ended up getting wronged and hurt. Question number three, what would you say to the other party involved if you had all the confidence in the world. And question number four, what might have the other party's stance or mindset been in this situation? Stepping into other people's shoes allows us to better understand where people come from. This isn't to say that what they've done is right. It isn't to say that, you know, they were justified in what they did by any means. If, especially if someone has cheated on you or like severely wronged you, I got cheated on once in high school. My reaction was super interesting, especially for like a 16 year old, because at the time I wrote to the girl that, cheated with my boyfriend and I wrote a message to my boyfriend and in both messages I was like super like on my high horse but was like I feel bad that you guys are in such painful places in your life that you need to hurt other people. When that person cheated on me they were in a painful place in their life and sleeping with this person is going to make me feel really powerful and really good about myself right here in this moment and I'm not thinking about the long term repercussions. So yeah, in that moment, those people did feel pretty bad about themselves that they didn't care that they were hurting other people and stepping into the shoes of the person who's made the wrongdoing or a choice that has affected you in a painful way allows you to maybe see something they might be going through that could be related to you, could be unrelated to you, that might have caused them to make the choices that they've made. This might also help bring to light miscommunications or misunderstanding. And then the final question is, what is this situation showing you or teaching you? Every single thing we go through in life, it teaches us something. Even if we don't remember every single detail, it will stay in our heart, it'll stay in our bodies. Like, you know the saying, people don't remember what you said or everything you did, but they always will remember how you made them feel. Dealing with things like anxiety has taught me so much about how deeply complex and intelligent our bodies are at remembering things that maybe our brain isn't even thinking of. So triggers are things that can cause your body to go into fight or flight even if your brain doesn't think that there's an actual threat around you. This is interesting because with every situation we go through in life, we are learning. And so you might go through a situation that caused you to feel really wronged or hurt, And it's teaching you something if even all that it's teaching you is how you might react in a future situation so it's an interesting thought to just sit and and ponder like what is this showing me what is this teaching me about myself what is this teaching me about other people and what is this teaching me about the world if applicable now before I let you go I will say just one more time that everything I've talked about today I was only even able to talk about because like I mentioned, I worked through a lot of my anger and resentment with a third party, with a therapist. Share the way that you're feeling, share the way that you feel hurt or wronged without needing to fix it or without being told like to not take it personally. Just a safe space where you can let out some of that anger and resentment and maybe even let out some of the things that you wish you could say without saying something that you might regret with the party that's involved. So. Talking about it with an outside source is really helpful. Becoming aware of how you feel without finding an urge to change it. And what I learned from that is that a lot of the times, all you can really do is give yourself some time, like give yourself some time and space to just feel the way you feel and eventually, Not to be too cliche, but time does kind of heal everything. And with time, the feelings that were so intense of betrayal, of hurt, and resentment might start to subside a little bit. And then that makes it easier for you to deal with that feeling or deal with that situation when things aren't as peaked or heightened. And I mean, you can use your anger. I've done a full coffee talk before on how to release suppressed emotions. And I'll link it on the screen or in the description box. In that talk, we discuss any intense feeling at all. And anger and resentment are definitely on the list and how to take those feelings and channel them somewhere because these are really intense feelings a good example is watching a documentary about global warming makes me more fired up and angry than anything else probably ever and the only logical thing i can do with that energy the only logical thing i can do with that anger in that moment is can i channel it towards making better decisions in my own life so that i can help the world in some way so what can you use your anger towards can you write can you dance can you channel it into focus at work can you do anything you can really channel it to anything you want and there's a full talk on it so i won't get too in depth about it here maybe this has taught you that you need to have better boundaries maybe this has taught you to trust yourself more maybe this has made you very compassionate towards other people that are feeling angry and resentful and has given you The foundation to give advice about being angry and resentful also high. Even the crappiest situations have some sort of light to them in the sense of you've learned something, you've gained experience, you've grown through it. Even if it doesn't feel that way, learning to heal, learning to grow, learning to glow in a lot of ways. Sometimes you really do just need to give yourself time and space to not try and heal it and to just let yourself feel it. Every time I say something and it accidentally rhymes, I love it so much because I'm like, we should put that shit on a t-shirt. So there you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's coffee talk all about anger and resentment and hanging out with me over my actual morning cup of coffee. If you guys have anything you'd like to add to the conversation, please feel free to continue it down below and let me know if you enjoyed this style of coffee talk outside of that love you guys all the way to proxima being back and i'll talk to all of you guys in next week's episode bye guys america